Eric Gardner. Mike Brown. Tamir Rice. Walter Scott. Freddie Gray. Sandra Bland. Fernando Castilla. Trayvon Martin. Bontham Jean. Terrence Crutcher. Alton Sterling. Stefan Clark. Ahmaud Aubrey. George Floyd. What's up, world? Thank you for tuning in to the Unfiltered Views podcast. I'm your host, D. Watkins. A Africa. That was an A or A as an A for Africa. A. Oh, hey. Oh, okay. Wow, really? You don't know my my, my intro? Uh, no. <laughs> wow. All right, so here we are again. Um, and, and it's just kind of like picking up from the last episode. So the last episode, we discussed the um. The murder of Amar Aubrey. Amar Aubrey. Yes. And here we are again, you know, having another case to discuss. And that case is George Floyd. Um, George Floyd was a 46-year-old black man that was pretty much murdered by the police. That's the way I view it in my eyes. I don't see it any different um, in Minnesota. So it was an incident of him being accused for using um, a counterfeit $20 bill, right? At a deli. Oh, it was a check. Um, no, it was a counterfeit $20 bill Okay. Um, at a deli. So the police was called. Apparently there was some type of com- confrontation with him. Um, there's video that's surfacing. Now, I'll admit I did not watch the video. I mm. watched the first few seconds. And once I was aware of what was going on, I was like, okay, you know, I don't need to see anymore. But, you know, there's several videos um, of what happened. And basically the police are saying that he was resisting. But there was people who recorded footage that pretty Pretty much said that wasn't the case. There was like um, footage that came from a business that they watched as well that said that wasn't the case. Well, but, let's try to get them in the thing that we haven't been able to see yet, and that's the last footage. If they they show, they don't show the body cam. They released the body cam today. It was, what's the day? Today is the thirty first, uh, May thirty first, two thousand twenty. Released the body cam footage. I just watched where. They show a police officer pulling up, and they're taking him away, and they're putting him in a car. And they're mm-hmm. saying that they had a dispute, an issue with putting him inside the car. He didn't want to go inside the car. Right. And that's when everything followed. That's when everything got bad. He was already handcuffed. Right. Well, I mean, you can see, like, I saw the video. It was like new footage released of, basically, they said that the officers was beating them. All you see is the officers, you know, struggling, I don't know, to keep them in the car, get them in the car, whatever the case may be. Okay, cool. You know, so that's what I'm saying. You can't really see what he is doing because of the tinted windows. You know, you don't see his body at all. All you see is them struggling with someone. Um well, they, well, they like tase people. Why not tase them at that point in time? Instead of, you know what I'm saying, having an issue with them. Well, so your guess is good as mine. So this this incident actually happened on Memorial Day, right? What? Yes. March 25th. Yes. And um, basically, uh, you, you literally have to be living under a rock if you haven't saw the video or even heard about the story because it's all over the place, right? So in the video, we see George Floyd um, on the ground handcuff and the police officer what is his name Derek Chavin um, basically is applying his body weight onto the man on, onto George's neck 
Um, you hear him scream out, cry out numerous of times saying that he can't breathe. Um, you know, pleading for his life, begging for his life. All the while you have, I heard it was two officers that was on his neck at one point. No, it was three. It was, but you have four total one. officers that are actually on the scene. There's one, um, uh, well, actually the officers that did more officers than that, um, through the body cams day, but it was one officer on his leg, one officer Derek on his Charlton. back, and then one one officer on his neck. Mm-hmm. So you and had a Thomas Lane, you had Total. Total okay. was the officer of the, uh, that stood and watched. That stood and watched. Yeah. You had Jay Alexander, and then you had. Um, it was actually four, right? You had four yeah. officers, and basically within the video. Derek is seen with his knee on his neck for at least eight plus minutes. And I'm hearing that almost three of those minutes was when he was even unconscious. So at what point do you not view this as a problem? You're not not watching it really kind of what's the name. So I'm going to go a little more depth from what happened. Yeah, because you watched the video. I watched it multiple times. So not only was he... He, when he was first land sitting down, I, a guy came up and was talking to him. He's like, man, just get in the car. Just get in the car. And it's like, I can't. I can't. I will. I will get in the car. And you see, he called the officer's officer. He's like, officer, I, I get in the car. And while he, he's just, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And then he started calling out his mother, mom, mama. Mama, I at can't that breathe. point it was over because his mama is deceased. Yes, and so he probably was, saw his mom. The people in the in the crowd, uh, they they start. And that's when they when the video came out and they was ready to start filming. And you could see that they were just fussing, like get off of him. Then let me let him go. He's not. He's you know what I'm saying he's he's harmless to you now. It's like and then all of a sudden he stopped talking. His nose stopped bleeding. He stopped bleeding out his nose. They were saying, his nose is bleeding. Check his pulse. Check his pulse. And while Officer uh, Tua uh, basically stood there and was like, uh, basically bodyguarding other officers. And then when uh, the people started getting close, uh, he uh, Officer Sh- Siobhan pulled his own mace out. And they stepped back a little more. And then that's when they stayed there, laid there. And then they ended up on, um, eventually, um... That's when the ambulance came after he was unconscious. He was least conscious these two minutes um, while he was still on his neck. And while he was on his neck, he smiled you know, with a grin on his face. And he just kept applying pressure to his neck even when he was unconscious. They never tried to revive him after they felt his whole body go limp. And they did nothing. And so the officers were fired. But... For some people, or for a lot of people, that's not enough. No, it's not because you... Here's how I feel. You know, if you are an officer, and I don't care what your race is at that point, but if you're an officer, whatever, you see someone that's literally pleading for their life, that is literally dying, and you sit there and you do nothing, nothing at all, you are responsible. That man's blood is on your hands as well. His death is on your hands as well. Because at some point, someone should have said, okay, this is not right. This has to stop. And what's even worse is for all the, I mean, and I get it, you know, for all these people that's recording this, you know, hey, mm. who knows? Because the police body cam could be altered. So it's good to have raw footage for someone that's really not 
close to the case, if you will. But why within a moment like that? My thing is, you know, I wonder if anyone called the police. I wonder if, think about it. Just imagine now, we all around the world rioting, you know, protesting and doing all this stuff. Imagine if at least two to three people said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to stand in some type of way I mean, to try to relieve them from from killing this man. I mean, but all y'all doing time, is just, no, come on. I, mean, I know, but like I said, just watching the video, I, it was one black guy who was like adamant, like, man, come on, come on. And you could tell he was afraid to. He wanted to so bad, he would even like take steps toward to, but it was like, it wasn't, it was like yeah, the rest I mean, of women were there. It could possibly lead to more deaths. Yeah, but I it, get it, 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 at the same time, you know what I'm saying? When you have somebody that adamant about, right, but he, my man did not move. And when he, he put the mace out of his pocket, he put the mace in and he didn't move and still put red reply. And you can see his knee like, like adjusting to, to what's the name. But here's the thing. So. He was handcuffed while this was taking place. What the... What the fuck is he going to do when he's handcuffed? His hands behind his back. What can he do at that point anyway? What can he do? So if you're sitting up there. I say he was belligerent, uncontrollable. Okay, even if he was. Yet and still, what was he going to do? It was four of you and one of him. And he had his hands behind his back and he was handcuffed. So you sitting up there to tell to me to tell me that you was fearing for your life in that moment? They said for 10 minutes they tried to get him in the van and they were in the truck and he wouldn't go. So we know this is, this is over. This is over. They, they, they did over the kill on this. And they basically killed this man. And I remember, like I said, the people around them, I know they're getting a whole lot of flack on why they didn't jump in and why they didn't run in action. But when you're talking about breaking the law, going against police officers, and I, 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 I after it, you're like, okay. I, mean, I think the whole time they're like, man, they they haven't had common sense to get up. Like they have to have some compassion to get up. Like he gonna get up, right? There he was get no up, compassion. Right? And he showed this, no compassion like I said, the whole time. This man time. was basically pleading for his life, crying out, saying that he couldn't breathe. You thought this was for what? You know, for what? This was serious. And you sat up there and you basically slowly killed this man. You knew that when he said he couldn't breathe. Do you think he was just saying that just to be saying it? Well, next thing, um, talk about the the, uh, the autopsy. Well, before we get to the autopsy, so let's let me just bring this up. So basically, um, Derek, who's the police officer, um, and George basically worked at a nightclub previously. Now, says, there's says, not says. a lot of details as as far as if they knew each other in any type of way, but there's some history there as far as um, their coexistence, if you will. So, my thing is this particular officer, right? He's been involved in 18 complaints. Mm. He's had three shootings that he's been involved with. One was fatal. So he has a history. Long history. He has a long history. I think he's been an officer for like over 20 years. He has a long history of complaints that he's actually tied into. Okay. So for me personally, think about it. When this first happened, when this first happened, this man basically went home and everything was normal. Him and the other three officers still had their job. It wasn't until this video was released and it started circulating around social media and getting a lot of um, attention 
that they started to take things a little further. Because if you really wanted to charge them, I felt like you would have charged them initially from the jump. Because you cannot sit up there and look at that video evidence and say that what they were doing was justified in any type of way. And if you do, that's bullshit. Yes. I mean, it's BS. We call it like we see it. So... Once it gets circulating around the media, you know, they, they start to take some heat. Okay, let, let's see what we can do. And like I said, I still believe that who, who says he was arrested? They just said he was arrested, right? Did we see him get arrested? Did we see him go into, go into the jail and ch- turn himself in? Did we see the mugshot? The mugshot that I see seems like it is an older mugshot. You're talking about Oscar Siobhan. They said yes. he got arrested. After he got arrested. You, you saying, how do we know that he got arrested? Exactly. How, how do we know? I feel like when all the protesting and stuff started and they started messing the city up, they said, okay, let's see what we could do to calm this situation down. Yeah, you fast forward too fast because now you need to go through that. I mean, somebody who's, who, if this thing, if you're on a rock right now, you be breaking it down to you. Or if you you listen to this 10 years from now, just go to an order. So since, when it, I wonder when, 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 when it start. It started May twenty fifth Memorial Day. Okay, when when did the, it, the, the, the so they start so they started the protesting started like two two days after that. So the, so so people protested in Minnesota, in Minneapolis. They protested, and the protests got rough. Depending on on how you look at it, uh, there were buildings burned. There were um, haven't been many casualties. I heard any casualties, but they were shooting. They had the police had have had rubber bullets. Uh, they did burn the city, uh, burn a couple buildings down. Uh, it was the AutoZone, a Target, and like many more. And as we speak today, they're still riding in other cities, as uh, California, Atlanta, Atlanta um, even in, in New Green, York. in New York, even in, in, in Green, Greenville, South Carolina, and Columbia. But this is the thing. And the people who are, who are rioting and, and protesting are not protesting for Floyd. And I say this. They're protesting for all the names that we started this, this, this show for. They're protesting everybody who got killed. They're protesting, I'm just, I'm just tired. We're tired. And when is it going to be me next? And it all starts with like a small little pyramid. You've got pyramids, right? It's, 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 it's wide at the base and it has a skinny top, right? When the pyramid goes up, it's a triangle. It, the main cause of these murders are, you know, when you look at somebody being black by walking, I mean, being black while walking, you know, you, you, you basically look at somebody and say, we're going to, oh, we're going to, well, let me pull them over and check it. And it what's it called, baby? You see, it's called identity. When you look at somebody, racist, racial, racial, um, Racial profile. Racial profile. Sorry, <laughs> racial profiling, and you basically see somebody and you, and, and you say, "I'm gonna get them," and it starts with that. It starts with targeting black people. It starts with picking on black people, and we start doing this. That's when it leads to death. That's when it leads to people dying. And so, if you continue, and I think everybody's it has been having most black people have had an encounter or have had, known a family member that's had an encounter with the police, they could have gone that way, and so they feel like. This is this is against us, and it, it continues to happen. And when is enough enough? And this is supposed to be one nation under God and and, and justice for all. And it's never it's never any justice for all. It's all you know. Saying it's never justice. It's never it never it never winds out of the way. So if if you tell us to believe in this country 
and that these we have rights in this country, but you continue. I mean, continue to pull them rights away from us to show us that we don't have the same rights as everybody else. Then you have to come up and you have to say, well, what people riot and like, oh, why are they rioting? Or why are they doing this? You already showed them that you're not honoring what you said you're going to honor. So if you're not honoring what you said you're going to do, then what's stopping? Why should they honor your city? Why should they not burn stuff down? Why should they do like a regular citizen would do? A regular citizen would not burn their city down, but they're not treated like regular citizens. They're treated like worse than animals, worse than pets. You know I mean, they're treated worse than, than, than a wolf in a wild. And so that's why they, I, I'm, not, I'm not mad. I'm not upset about burning stuff down. I'm not upset about taking stuff away, a city, a target, or uh, stuff like that. And, and, and so that's my, my issue with it. Like, they're supposed to be the land of the free. In the home of the brave, and for it never who? feels like that. For who exactly? Exactly. So, and and just getting back to the story. So, you know, the protesting and stuff started. So they made the arrest allegedly on May 29th, right? So four days after he was killed, after George was killed, they made the yeah. arrest. Well, one officer. One officer, Derek, and they charged him with third, third degree yeah. murder. Right yeah. now, if you're not aware of what third degree murder is, it's basically saying that you murdered someone without the intent of trying to murder someone. So basically, my thing is you you basically giving them the lesser charge, something that he's probably going to be anyway. And as I said time and time again. The arrest means nothing to me. Unless there's justice that's going to actually come from it, it means nothing. Because what happens is people just going to continue to get angry. It goes to trial, nothing happened, walk away free. We've seen it happen so many times, right? Mm-hmm. So, like I say, I just feel like the charges are brought upon to just say, okay, let's see what we could do to try to get this thing steered back in the right direction. Let's see what we could do to try to, you know, keep things from being damaged in the city, you know, stop all this protesting and stuff. It, it's just a stall. It's just a stall. And you set the bell for, what, 500000 He He's probably already out. Like I say, how do we even know that he actually went in? So, just to read what third degree murder is, it's basically saying it's murder solely as deprived heart murder without intent to affect the death of any person, causing the death of another by penetrating the act that's dangerous to others. Basically. So, how do you how do you define that? What makes you come up with that charge by watching that video? And also, why did it take so long for charges to be brought upon? Actually, the, he wasn't the, the, gonna the, initially be the charged. Prosecutor, the prosecutor said this is the fastest that he has ever prosecuted a police officer. The day of, the day after, it started protesting. The day after the building started being burned, all of a sudden, man, it just it comes up. It should have happened right then and well, there. This is the reason why it happened. This is why when I hear people say. Uh oh! Why would you burn down? Why would you be violent? Why would you so and so and so? This is the only thing to respond to because if it was not, he probably would still be out there doing everything he's supposed to be doing. I mean, living his best life. If we hadn't, if people hadn't started and, and got angry about again. So, but like I said, but this, he happened. said that he said he said that. He said that this is the fastest he has ever prosecuted a, a police officer. 
He said he said he said that he usually usually takes months to almost a year for him to come up with to do all those things that they what's name. And they get to watch it in Minneapolis, they get to watch the film. They get to go look at it before they um actually get to, um come back to the talk to a, a prosecutor. And also them being fired, all four officers were fired. Mm-hmm. With them being fired in Minneapolis, they can also, when after the case, if they win the case, they can be reinstated and reimburse all the money that they lost. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so you fire all of them, which means at some point you felt like all of the officers played a part, right? So why was only one charged? Well, yeah, they said it is this ongoing investigation. And the FBI is also involved, but the FBI can only bring a civil crime if it's, they feel like his civil rights were um, taken away from him. Okay. So, and then, you know, after he was fired, his wife filed for divorce and basically... It's all allegedly. Allegedly, but still, the wife filed for divorce allegedly and sent her condolences to the family. And I feel like, given his history... Hell, she probably was tired of the bullshit. You know? She really was like, I I don't want to get caught up in this, figuring that it was going to be something bad. But here's the main thing that I want to talk about, right? White people don't understand. And it's not just all white people. You have black people as well that don't understand why people are angry. Why people are hurt. Why people are constantly saying that black lives matter. When is it not about race when it comes to black people? You know, whenever you see a black man or whenever you see a person of color, it's always something to fear. What is there to fear? If 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 I have an encounter with some with a non-black person and I'm not, you know, doing anything to make you feel for your life, but just at the sight of me, you feel you I mean, you feel you fear for your life? You definitely feel any angry black man if they feel you getting upset and um Doing something and they feel like they can't, like they don't know how to control you. Um, even if you, they, if they, and then they, they entice you to be upset. They entice you, they do things to you to make you feel like you have to, yeah, like it's your last chance. Um, it's like it, 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 it's, it's this continuous thing, but you know, like people who who have, you know, I, my my one of my favorite people and I like to listen to speak because she's very intelligent. It's Candace Owens. And I can't listen to her right now because not that I like what Candace Owens saying. She's very intelligent. I like to kind of debate her, kind of like say what she what she has to say. Um, but like I say, it's just it's for anybody that says that George Floyd put himself in a position to to be killed, or that he wasn't killed. It has to be crazy. I mean, but it has, I mean, or that's what I'm saying. It's like why the force that you use results in someone losing their lives. You know, if he's in handcuffs, as I've said plenty of times before, if he's in handcuffs, in handcuffs, right? How can he be a threat to you? How can he be a threat to you? And like I say, for the simple fact that you kept your knee on his neck for as long as you did. And even after he fell unconscious, you still kept it there until the paramedics came. You didn't give a damn about his life. You had no regard for this man's life. 
None. And then, like I say, it's to the point now to where officers are brave. They're brave. They have that um, confidence in knowing that even if I'm on camera committing what in everybody else's eyes looks like is murder, I know that I can still walk away. I know that I can still have my actions justified. And it's just it's sick at this point. It really is. When, when is it going to stop? It's not going to stop. It's going to continue to happen. So then you want to be pissed off because people are out here fucking the city up? Yes. No justice, no peace, right? I mean, at some point, you you know, all the peaceful stuff go out of the window because you can't be heard that way. So you hit them where it hurts. And now, you know, you got people in Atlanta that's in an uproar because they saying that, you know, most of the business are black owned businesses and they don't feel the need that people should be affecting their businesses. But, this, hey, this is my thing. This is my thing about that. Um, Atlanta is one of the most racist cities I've ever been in. I don't know anybody. I don't know more people, people in Atlanta who have been to Atlanta, visiting Atlanta, that haven't had uh, an incident with the police. So, it is, so when you have people marching and they get start getting their feelings and start remembering that I'm one, I was one step away from being George Floyd. Yeah, we have, they haven't had a big situation like this where police killed somebody, but they know that this, these police around here are just racist or just as bad as anywhere else. And so that frustration leads to police encounters with the police are standing there it's trying to trying to uh protect the uh city and now they're standing there with with, with arms and, and, and with shields and everything on and now they're they're they're, they're recalling this in their head and they get they're getting mad and they get they they're getting upset and I don't you can't you can't blame them. I mean this is this is like I said the interaction with police and with, with African Americans has has been bad and for hundreds of years since the beginning of policing in America and is and, and when you take people who are just fed up and you get them together and it's like forget it you didn't come up with your side of the bargain once I got continue saying that the side of the bargain of the United States of America says that this is the land of the free a home of the brave and justice for all and they have not given us that and so you you you, you continue to put it in our face and they're not even if you want to you'll get your arrest officers but they never get tried they never go to jail if they do it, it's very similar they go to jail and that can change the have to put people in a situation to where it's like what else you expect us to do? We knew Callan Kaepernick took a knee, lost his job, can't even get a backup job, can't even get a third string, can't even get an invite to an NFL training camp because he spoke out. And y'all got the nerve. Y'all told him that man to stand his butt up and call him an SOB. Because they don't want us to have a voice. They it's, don't want us to voice our opinion. So we don't got a voice And they now. don't want us to go against the grain. We don't have, we don't have a voice now. We're not talking now. Talking done. Exactly. That's why. That's why everybody said, "Why? Why fight? Why? What's the name? Talking why is done. Why Talking not? is done. We talked already. We begged already. We said and we pleaded with y'all already. We said black lives matter. Y'all said all lives matter. Mm-hmm. All uh, now your life don't matter. All lives matter. Why you? Why you gotta? Why you feel like you gotta be isolate yourself from everybody else? Your life should not matter. It don't mean no more than anybody else's. Well, my life is being taken every day. By these by, by by police officers who who just not not every day but you know what I'm saying over and over and over again. This is the cases that we hear about. Exactly. This is the cases that they actually have footage. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, I'm not. But, I mean, and here's my thing. I just feel like we are still behind on the times because it's like why we, you know, our ancestors fought so hard for us to be treated as equal in this world. But yet and still, we have to beg people to view us as humans. We have to beg people to treat us as equal. We have to cry out for help to be viewed in the eyes just like everybody else is. So it's like, how do you expect people to be peaceful? How do you expect people to want to respect you? How? It's like, there's no way you can look at these situations and say, you know what? Y'all acting out. Y'all want privilege. Y'all want this and y'all want that. No, it's much more than that. We are tired. We are sick and tired. It's draining. It's exhausting. And the hardest thing is to explain the kids have to explain the children over it and they, they don't understand why you have to tell something to tell your child that why didn't he get up off his neck? Why didn't he, didn't he get up? Why is it that you don't even have answers You don't even to. have answers for it and they don't even understand because in their mind they've been told the stuff at school and told the stuff in, in their life that everything is fair and they're starting to see in young ages it's not fair. And to be scared and to be worried. So I, I was driving yesterday, the other day, and I came home, and there was a police stop. And you know, I, um, I keep my wallet in my back pocket, and they asked me, you know, um, to get my wallet. And my wife is on the phone, and I could just hear her gasp, like, "Where you at? Where you at?" And this, and the police officer's eyes got big. And I just remember, like, you know, I, when I even when I reached for my wallet, I was like, "It's my back pocket. I'm finna get it." And that was, you know, saying that was scary. Yeah, and for me, within that moment, I'm like, you know, babe, there's no way you can have your license in your back pocket because here it is, what three o'clock in the morning, and you know, officers see a black man, and and you're reaching in your back pocket for your wallet, and you know, I'm terrified because this is what we go through right now. You know, we don't know how a police is going to react. You know, even if you was as calm as you were and, you know, as complying as you were, who's to say that that officer wouldn't react it? You know, because who knows? You could have had a gun in your back pocket. You know what I'm saying? They could have thought that you was a threat. So it it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's to the point now where you have to sit down with your kids and you have to have conversations with them, you know, before you are even you feel like you even have to, you know, and trying to get your children, especially, you know, for us, you know, our sons are seven and 10, you know, trying to have them comprehend what is going on in the world, you know, knowing that, hey, you're growing up as a young black man. When you get older, you know, you're going to be considered as a threat. They're going to look at you differently. They're going to view you differently, you know, and I think all of that just comes from, white people feeling like they just have so much power and authority to where we have to answer for every single thing it is that we do. Black people can't have money. Black people can't live in certain neighborhoods. Black people can't have certain statuses. There always have to be a why. So You're not entitled to that information. So let's, let's also talk about um, um, Amy Cooper. Well, we'll get into uh, 
Amy, aka Karen, is uh what what they call that situation. But what I want to say again about the um the George Floyd case, right? So the autopsy that was done basically said that they didn't find any evidence of traumatic strangulation and that he didn't die from being restrained, but he died from underlying health conditions. Heart disease. He had heart disease. Okay, so <laughs> you mean to tell me that him basically having his uh, windpipe basically, I mean, he couldn't breathe. You basically telling me that didn't play a factor at all? His, at his, all. So he was going to die today? So basically, he was just going to die before he was even contacted yeah, with the police. He basically had heart, so his heart disease caused him to die at that particular time. Listen, if, and, if and this is a family member met, of mine, this is yeah. something you fight for. This is something you say, you know what? I want my own they have, independent they have autopsy. One. They have one coming. They have one, uh, exactly, because that, 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 I mean, that's, that's BS. Yes. That is BS. So, I don't know, you know, like I say, we, I felt like we've been here so many times on this podcast discussing, you know, injustices and different cases to where we feel like it's a no brainer. People should be charged. People should go to jail and people should do time. But time and time again, they get off and they walk free. They get off and they walk free. So who's to say how long the protesting will be going on? The rioting, the looting. Now, here's what I'll say. And I know you're going to disagree with me. I feel like we have a lot of people that's out there and they're not doing it for the right cause. They're doing it for their own personal benefit. You know, to go into these stores and walk out with stuff that they want and they're not doing it for the right cause. No, I agree. It's, I it's, agree, but it's, it's so much I more I know, than just name? going around and getting free shoes Mm-mm. or going to Mm-mm. these expensive stores. Alright, break it down then. <laughs> you feel like when you people say like the whole time we talk about protesting mm-hmm. when Kyle Kaepernick, Kyle Kaepernick took a knee that's not how you protest mm-hmm. even when Martin Luther King was in March they just tell him back in the day that's not how you protest mm-hmm. you do it peace you do it quiet you know what I'm saying go home don't be we don't want you in our streets you don't I remember somebody telling me you don't stop traffic a protest is supposed to be this is not normal this is going to stop you you stop we stopping everything and you're going to listen to what we got to say and a violent protest is to continue to do this. Like we just had a Mar Aubrey. We just had these people. I mean, this, this year we didn't. How long have we been doing this podcast? Since October. Since October. Since October. We did what four or five of these. Mm-hmm. So people, then that's not even talking about people who just lived and do this life. And so it's time to test shit up. It's not time to oh we know we got to be conscious of and what's the name of yeah people out here robbing everybody out here looting yeah they're taking liquor they're robbing stores they're getting tires they're getting everything when you do that you don't do it nicely when you test them to, when you finally flip the table over mm-hmm. when you finally stand up and flip the table over you tear that whole motherfucking table up you don't do it nicely you don't do it oh I'm sorry different table no and will be unapologetic. We'll be unapologetic. We're not gonna. We're not gonna protest nice. We're gonna burn shit down because no, but, we, if we and, don't, and if we don't do all it, that. If we do and it I'm for all of that. But, but what I'm saying is, they, 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 they when they when when champion when um they when hockey teams win championships, you know what little white kids do. I'm sorry to say that, but you know what college kids do? They go to the team. They go to the city and they burn stuff down. They flip cars over. They do all that. Ain't nothing said. They just ran bunches of kids and they're having fun. They're college kids. Nothing said. They have every right to do 
what you doing? You have every right to say, well, it's not the people that's doing so, it's not theirs. The city, the, everybody has to understand that you mess with a ticket time bomb. And this right here is just, it, it, it may be the worst case that we have in years, especially nationwide, not just one particular city, but nationwide. You having everything happen, it's a ticking time bomb and it's their fault. It's the government's fault. That's it's there. I'm not talking about white people. I mean, the government has allowed the stuff to happen. The judicial system has allowed the stuff to happen. And so when you allow this to happen, this is your fault. This is every time you let a police officer off. This is every time you you say it's, it wasn't their fault. Every time you send them on and send them to um home with and they let them get get paid. This is what you get, and this is what you get. A frustrated people, and it's not just black people. This black people, white people, brown people, everybody out there. So you continue to to let let, let Mister um the uh, Chauvin off. Yeah. You didn't let him, let him off. And it's going to get worse. Well, I mean, Minnesota has a history, you know, because that is not the first incident to where an officer has killed an unarmed black man. So you take the 2015 case for Stefan Clark, who basically the officers wasn't charged. You know, this man was shot unarmed. Okay. Philando Castile, 2016. Now, he did have a firearm that he basically told the officer he had to let him know like hey you know I have a firearm in the vehicle so the officer immediately became fearful telling him don't reach for it and was like I'm not reaching for it you told me to get my license and registration he's in the car with his girlfriend and her four-year-old child and he was shot seven times seven times so if he hadn't told you he had a firearm then what he was who was reaching for access his license for a firearm. Exactly it's 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 because it. he was asked for it. He says right concealed permit because he was asked for it, but yet he was shot seven times, five of them at close range. You were shooting to kill, and now this new incident, George Floyd, it's like it's not gonna stop. It is not gonna stop, and that's why that's why the, the looting and the the. the the worst name is, is and I get that. I get that. Like I say, I'm not against that. My thing is, I feel like majority of the people aren't doing it for the right reason. No, that's not the right reason. But this is what you get. This is this is what you you get. You get anarchy mm-hmm. when you don't when you don't get when you don't do your side of the worst name. You get complete anarchy. And they what's the name? But they think about this. We think about this as well. You have police, and you have police on the perimeter. Basically, not allowing them to do so. Mm-hmm. You want this stuff? I have. I have a. Um, I have always thought this. Every time this happened, I don't remember thinking this as a little kid. What's stopping somebody to go to a store and say, you know what? I can burn this building down to get my insurance money. I can burn this building down of a rival person to get and and, and get rid of them. And if if you look at some of the footage, we go to this part. Like some of the footage, a lot of people who are who are burning these, um, busting these windows and opening these stores, and a lot of them are not black. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's not saying the black people ain't going in and get stuff, but a lot of people who are starting and starting attacking these buildings and, and, and attacking certain buildings, and they want to blame it on black. Is that trying to blame it on black people? It's multiple videos, and thank you, Lord, thank you, God, for cameras. There are multiple videos that that show. Uh, white people and and, and and white people 
are the ones that's busting these windows open, going into these places, and and putting putting it out there. And they, they call them agents. Malcolm, Malcolm X called them agents. They put agents in the city, basically to get stuff started. Well, I mean, and when you think about all the protesting and stuff going on, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if you have business owners, they don't care about that. I mean, you're going to have insurance, so, hmm. Some of them because of Corona-19. Right, but that's the thing, too, you know, COVID's still out here. And here we, where's the social distancing? <laughs> they like, fuck that. That's out the window. You using your mask or something else. Your <laughs> mask supposed to be covering your face. Up, but what's man, the you using listen, it as an actual mask? Listen, so they can't, we can't see the, 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 the world is just going through a lot right now. We're going through a lot right now. And, you know, and it's to me, and I'll go to this. Like, you know, I had coworkers. So I am the only black person that works within my office personnel right and i had my co-workers pretty much you know bring up the incident and you know trying to talk about it and for me i'm not going to discuss certain things at work right i'm not going to do it but one thing that i'm not going to do i'm not going to have this conversation because you can't relate you can't sit up there and tell me because your son has tan skin he's going to be viewed differently i have black sons we're not the same, sis. It's not the same at all. Your child is not going to be viewed the same way that my child is going to be viewed. And what kills me so much about non-black people, they sit up there and make it seem like white privilege does not exist. And it does. It does. There's no way we could get away with some of the shit that we see them get away with. No way. None. So it's like, I'm not going to have a conversation with you about that. Yeah. You feel free to talk about it. I'm a tune out. But I did say that, that white people got to stop acting like they don't have white privilege. And I ended it at that. Yeah. Because it's the truth. It's the truth. We don't get viewed. We don't get looked at as the same. A lot of times we don't get the same opportunities. We don't get the same privileges. We don't get the same chances. It just doesn't happen for us. We have to work so much harder to get to where we want to be and, you know, to get what we want out of life. And yet still, when we do that, we still are viewed differently. You wonder why. Hmm. I wonder what they do. You know, I wonder what they do for a living. You know, I wonder how they get in this position. Why does it got to be a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does that have you to only, be a question? You only got that job because of you, you were what's the name and your friend asked they had to hire a black person and why you got hired. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, pe- people, black people aren't allowed to be educated. This is not back in the day. You know, they're not allowed to be educated. And if they are educated, you know, we get, like I said, we always got to fight for everything we have. You know, we always got to fight to stand our position. Why? Why? It is, it's, it's so draining. It's exhausting. And then you always get, why is it about race? You know, that's just being racist. You're being racist by saying white people this and white people that. No, I'm not. It's like, I don't feel like I have to clear up anything about me not being a racist. You can choose to think what you want to think. That just think that's then, a difference. It's a difference. And it's, it's a difference that they can never, they'll never see. You can, they can, they can read about it. They can talk about it. They can even imagine it. You can even, you can even paint them a picture, um, 
but they, they'll never understand how 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 it feels. They never understand how it feels to walk in the store, and automatically the owner or the, the cash participant in the store is watching you. Or you don't know how I feel to walk into the store and not be greedy because they feel like, oh, they're not going to buy anything, you know, not going to be anxious to help you in any type of way. Or, or to walk down the street and people lock doors on you. They start locking their car doors when they pull up on you. And doors are already locked, you know that, but they start pressing the button that you know that they're locking their doors. You, 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 they'll never know that. They'll never know how it feels to 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 just be black and and. The feeling it is when you realize that you're black. When you realize there's something about you that separates you from everybody else. When you grow up, you know, and, and, and the time I grew up, you grew up where, you know, you grew up around everybody. So, but then you, you try to realize that everybody's not getting treated like you. Mm-hmm. And that's the most hurtful feeling when you realize that you're black and you're different. But then people make you feel bad for expressing yourself. Imagine how many black people out there that are afraid to speak up and say how they feel because either they got a reputation to uphold or they don't want to be viewed a certain way. And it's like, no, stop allowing people to silence you. Use your voice to speak how you feel. Forget all that because if people know you and really know your character and for what you represent and what you stand for, they won't look at you any different for speaking your mind. And if they do, the hell with them. Who cares? Who cares? Listen, I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. This Things like this is only going to get worse. Only going to get worse. And I fear... To have my kids come up in a world that's filled with so much hate. So much hate. So, you know, it's it's, it's like, where do we go from here? So, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and um, jump into the Amy Cooper situation. Oh, so you, so, you, so you want to jump into it and you ain't ready? I ain't ready. Uh, what do you mean you're not ready? Alright. So, Amy Cooper... A.K.A. Karen. What about her? Oh, Amy Cooper is in a park. And in New York, they have a law that you can't have a certain part of the park where birds are at. So they have a law that you can't have a dog off the leash. So was a black man in the park. And he, while walking in the park and watching birds... His name is Adam. I'm sorry. His name is... Uh, Christian Cooper is his name. His Christian Cooper, I'm sorry. So Mr. Christian Cooper was like, hey, he tried to call the dog over and he had some treats for it. And then she went off and she started grabbing the dog by the collar. I mean, and um, telling that she was going to call the police. He had treats for the dog? Yeah. You sure about that? Yeah. Yeah. He had to say he had treats. He he was trying to uh, get the dog to come over there to him and give him treats. And he told her to stop. Um, and put the dog on a leash, and so she's called the police and said, "I'm going to call the police on you. I'm going to tell them that you threatened me, and and that you threatened me and my dog." And then in that time, um, he was like, "I don't care. Try to call the police." And then they called him, but the- it, it, the, can I jump in? Yeah. I feel like that situation was 
it, 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 okay, so you make a call, right? And I mean, he's recording you this whole time. And you're basically on the phone with 911 basically saying, I have an African American that's threatening my life and my dog's life. Now, you went towards this man. He told you, don't, don't come close to me. You forcefully went towards him. Imagine if that was reversed and you have something like that on video. If that person... It was black versus white. They would have been arrested. They would have been arrested because that person feared for their life. But you, you, you feel like it's okay to call the police and falsely accuse this man of trying to attack you. And she wanted to happen. What happened to, um, happened to so many black men. Happened, happened to George Floyd. To happen to him. Exactly. That's what she, that's what she wanted. And she, she, her voice got high pitched. Her voice got real loud. And she was like, I don't know. I, I, I'm scared. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. she knew how the police how, would react, how react by saying that. And this that. is why we say, this is how we say white privilege. This is how we say she was using her white privilege. And she we was hear basically about it. just saying that he didn't belong we, we, But we, we, what I'm saying, what I'm saying was well, she was using her white privilege because she knew that she acted like she was a scared white woman. That it, it was something that was going bad to happen to him even though she was in the wrong. Exactly. So she knew she, that was that's white privilege. I know. I know if I call the police on you. I know if I say if I act like I bet you're doing something bad. And I know if I put my voice a certain way, it, it, it'll raise a, a cause of concern, and that they'll do something to you bad. She's damn near about to kill her dog trying to be petty. Yes. Trying to be petty. So you know she did lose her job for the whole situation, and like I say, you know it. I always have like a a love-hate relationship about capturing the moment. But I feel like a lot of times when you record, at least, you know, you have something to stand on. Because if it becomes a he say, she say thing, then he probably would have looked at been looked at as doing something wrong. So in that situation, I feel like it was great that he had video that basically protected him within that. Because that was just bogus uh, for her to call. 911 and say that she was threatened for her life. Yeah, you can. Fortunately, the world that we live in isn't designed for unity. It's not. The world is constantly designed to separate us as people, separate us as races, you know, as races, because no matter how hard we try to fight no matter how hard we want to be viewed as equal people it will never be that way you know what is it about us that's that makes us so intimidating you know what is it about us that makes us so unapproachable you know what is it that people see in us to where they view us so differently to where that they hate us and want to eliminate us you know, that don't want us to be within their same existence. What is it, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, um, and like I said, the thing that people say is that, you know, I ever see this post that says on Facebook that says, uh, for, you know, although it's racist, I, I, don't, I don't dislike white people. I just like racist white people. And and you have to remember all the dope white people, all the cool white people that's out there. But one thing I don't see is I don't see white people saying that. I don't see white people saying, like, hey. Because you have a lot of them that feel like, you know, it's it's not within their position to stand up for us. But somebody, somebody, like somebody, I heard somebody say today, uh, we need to hear it. 
you know, in this times right here, if you if you have a black friend, if you have somebody black, sometimes you need to hear, hey man, you know, I might disagree with what's going on in the world, but I love you, man. And you know what I'm saying, or, or you know, I love you, bro. Or, or hey, you know, I got you. You know, and I, I disagree. With, if you disagree with or the George Floyd situation, if you felt like Amy Cooper was right, or whatever you feel like, you feel like Trump is the best president in the, in the history of the world, whatever that is, but you feel like, you know, a, a black person, and you like, you like, okay, well, I, you know, you got to go to the black people and be like, listen, I, we may disagree, but I, I got you. You know, I know plenty of people who, who are Trump supporters, but I still got them, you know what I'm saying? Even though we disagree. No, 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 no. I'm just speaking in general. I, there's nothing going with what you're saying. I'm speaking for how I feel. It's like we have to we have to all just get to the point to where I, if you're not going to fight for it with us, sit back and be quiet. If you feel like something's wrong, but you feel, if you know it's, it's wrong, but you just, eh, you want to, nah, sit back and be quiet. And if you if you if you are with us and you just like don't, don't you don't want to say anything, just tell us, hey man, I appreciate you and I love you. I understand that you're going to do something. I don't understand what you're going through, but I understand that you're going to do something. And so, and I mean, you have people that are upset, you know, with people because they're expressing how they feel about these situations. You know, you have people that want to argue and go back and forth. And like I say, there shouldn't be any reason that me as a black woman should be questioned as far as the way that I feel about these situations. You shouldn't feel any type of way because like I say, if you can't relate, do not talk to me. That's not a conversation that can be had because you don't know what we're going through. You don't know what we experience, you know. You got young men that are dying every day, you know, that already has it hard and don't have a chance in this world. And then you got people who have hate in their heart or anger in their heart against black people and doing all they can to just end us but we won't go away we won't we're going to continue to fight and stand up for what we feel is right and we shouldn't care how anybody feel about it use your voice to speak how you feel and if people feel like their perspective of you is changed then so be it but don't allow people to silence you just because no you got to speak up and speak out speak up and speak out i don't care how anybody is going to view me i don't care how anybody is going to feel simple as that simple as that you got anything else for the people that's it for me that's it for you yeah. um and i'll just end it on this note um Whatever you're doing, you know, to speak up or whatever you're doing to express yourself for what's going on in the world. I just say do it wholeheartedly, you know, do it wholeheartedly. Stand for something, you know, don't just fall for any stand for something, you know, stop going through life feeling like, you know, you have to do things for approval. You don't need approval to do anything. If you want to speak up about it, speak up. It's as simple as that. But what we got to do as black people, we got to protect one another. We got to do all we can to stand up for one another. You know, speak these people name, ride for them. You know, they're no longer here. So try to bring peace and justice any way that you can. And if that means fucking shit up, do what you got to do. 
excuse the language, but that's just how I feel. Do what you got to do. Um, we'll continue to follow this story. You know, I feel like we're following so many stories that haven't had conclusions at this point. But I can just only hope and pray that things go different than what it has in the past. And for all the black men out there, just know that you're loved. Just know that you're valued. No matter how the world views you and no matter how the world sees you as a threat. Just know that you're loved for who you are. And just continue to be who you are. Even though this world may be against you, we stand with you and we're for you. As always, wishing everybody love, peace, light, and prosperity. D. Watkins. A little piece of head grease. <laughs> 150 views podcast.